0: Today on The John Inkerberg Show, imagine two small children, a boy and a girl, about three and four years of age, standing on a deserted street corner late at night in one of the Southeast Asian countries. Their mother tells them that she loves them and then instructs them that they are to wait on the corner until she returns. The two little ones wait, but their mother never returns. The children don't know that they have been sold to human traffickers who will come and take the children away and they will never see their family again. This vile kind of human trafficking is happening in many of the 11 Southeast Asian countries of Indonesia, Cambodia, the Philippines, Singapore, Thailand, Vietnam, Laos, Brunei, Burma, Malaysia, and Timor-Leste. JESUS COMMANDED CHRISTIANS TO GO INTO ALL THE WORLD AND PREACH THE GOSPEL TO EVERY CREATURE. BUT HOW CAN THIS BE DONE WHEN 673 MILLION PEOPLE LIVE IN 11 COUNTRIES AND OVER 655 DIFFERENT LANGUAGES ARE SPOKEN? FURTHER, MANY HAVE NO BIBLE IN THEIR LANGUAGE AT ALL AND KNOW NOTHING ABOUT JESUS. AND THEN WHAT HAPPENS TO THOSE TRAPPED IN THE SEX TRADE? THOSE ADDICTED TO DRUGS OR ALCOHOL? WHAT HAPPENS TO THEM WHEN THEY HEAR JESUS SPEAK TO THEM IN THEIR OWN LANGUAGE FOR THE VERY FIRST TIME? TODAY YOU WILL FIND OUT FROM MY GUEST MORGAN JACKSON, DIRECTOR OF FAITH COMES BY HEARING, ON THIS EDITION OF THE JOHN ANKERBERG SHOW. Welcome to our program. I'm John Ankerberg, and today we're going to take you to the 11 nations of Southeast Asia. Maybe some of you have traveled there. We're going to talk about some of the people and things that are happening there. My guest today is Morgan Jackson. He's the Director of Faith Comes by Hearing. He's working with a million churches overseas, nationals, that are taking audio Bibles to people that have never had a Bible. Do you know how many languages we have in the world today? There are 7,140 languages around the world. How many of those people do you think do not have a Bible in their language? It's about 4,000 languages do not have any Bible whatsoever. It becomes billions of people that have never seen a Bible, don't even know about Jesus. And the man that's across from me, my guest today. He's making it possible for us to go into all of these countries and put the Bible in the language of the people. We're going to tell you why it's fascinating. When I heard his story, I said, I want to put you on TV right away. He doesn't have a radio program. doesn't have a TV program. I want you to know what he's doing. Now, in our introduction today, we started with something that might have scared you. It was about parents, poor parents, in some of these Southeast Asian countries that are, for some reason, selling their children to human traffickers. And I wanted you to imagine a boy and a girl that are taken by their mother that actually loves them, but they're put on a street corner, dark at night, and all of a sudden, mom says, I love you, but I want you to stay here, and I'm going to come back and I'll get you a little bit later. Just don't move, just stay right here. Those children, they do not know that they've been sold to human traffickers and they will never see their parents, their family again. Morgan, people want to know immediately what causes people in these nations, some of these poor nations to do such
1: a thing. We can hardly imagine it, but it's going on today. John, it's, it's poverty, it's sin, it's Satan that's in the midst of all of this. You have 140 million girls missing throughout all of Asia because of, of abortion, because of the desire to have a boy over a girl. And so the human trafficking is taking advantage in order to fill this market. And you have throughout all of Southeast Asia, people that live in rural areas and slums that are extremely poor, and the tradition or the culture is oftentimes that the woman, when she gets up in the morning, from the time she gets up to the time she goes to bed, she's working. So she's preparing the meal. The husband always eats first. He gets the best. And then she goes off into the fields and works. He stays behind, uh, drinking, using drugs, smoking, When she comes back, she's expected to make the evening meal, which he eats the first of it. Now, as they have more children, there's just not enough food and stuff to go around. And the man is wanting drugs. He's wanting alcohol. And the woman's
0: exhausted. And so
1: somebody comes into the community, and they're always deceptive. They don't come up and just, hey, we want to buy your child and use him in the sex trade. This is very important
0: for people to understand. There's a veneer over what's going on. And it's not the truth, and everybody kind of knows it, but the fact is, they say, hey, we
1: have a job mm-hmm. for your child. My- education, we've got a job. And even sometimes the young women, you know, when they look at mom, and mom's got married at 12 or 13, and they see the dad beating them and what life is, somebody comes in the community and says, hey, I have a, I have a place for you, I have a job for you, I have education for you. Even though some of them know the risk, it's better, they think, and it's not, than what they have. And so, you know, we've become more and more aware of this because uh, my sister-in-law is Vietnamese, and she works and was working up in these mountain communities. And so she's going into the community. Every time she comes back, a girl or two are missing. And she's saying, you know, if you're pretty, you're used and put into the hostels. If you're not too pretty, you're sold to a man who wants a woman, not to be married, but to have a woman. And if you're not pretty, if you're ugly, then you're sold for organ harvesting, and they just harvest your organs. I mean, it's, it's diabolical. So uh, my dad says something, and I think it's wise. He said, if you have mud in the stream, you can try to filter it out, or pollution, or, or you can go upstream and figure out where it's coming in and stop it from its source. And so what we've realized is this human trafficking is coming from these poverty areas. And when we bring the Word of God into these communities and they become believers in Christ, they do not sell their children. They do not give them up. And the kids have hope and they don't go. So the objective began to be, can we reach the villages and the slums in Southeast Asia? I have a friend said, we will match every gift that your donors provide. Six months ago, 12,000 villages were funded. Proclaimers were funded for 12,000 villages. People don't even know what a proclaimer is. that are tuning in for the first
0: time. Show them what an audio proclaimer is and what your friend
1: helped provide all of these villages. So this is the device that he provided. This guy said for seven years he's been trying to go. 4 years he went he just couldn't get he didn't speak the language he couldn't figure out how to do it they're not allowed to stay in those areas he said and he started going closely for the last 2 for 2 years before that he said I didn't win a single person to Christ and then a year and a half ago he came in contact with faith comes by hearing and got a proclaimer in the language of the people and he said In those areas, there is no power. There is no connectivity. And the Proclaimer is the perfect tool because the solar panel recharges batteries. The batteries recharge 3,000 times, so you never have to buy batteries. You can hear the whole New Testament 1,000 times. You have this hand crank. So in, in these Southeast Asia countries, sometimes it's raining for weeks. You can crank it for 10 minutes. It will play for then 40 minutes has a power cord, you can recharge the batteries if you go down to a market village, and it's loud enough for a thousand people to hear it. So they can put it in the center of the village and the whole village can hear it. Now in many of these villages or communities though, they actually prefer the smaller proclaimer because they take it out into the fields. And so they are so enamored with the Word of God in their own language, they've never heard it before. They want to listen to it constantly. You have people that within a year have heard it 50, 60 times. They literally are memorizing the scriptures and the stories. And this one they say that the guy who created it is smarter. So I told Mike Jane, the engineer who created both, that he's getting smarter in his old age.
0: Yeah, and I want to say this, that literally every missionary that's watched the program and heard us do this has written to me and the missionaries that are on our boards up in Canada and here in other spots, when we have shown them this, it was like, bingo, that's what we've needed this whole time when we've been on the field. Now, there are 7,140 languages in the world, and the reason that I have partnered with you, and I said, I want you to come on my program, I'll give you airtime. the fact is, I want you to tell the people what you're doing is because I think you're unique I don't see anybody else doing this. How do you get 7,140 languages? You're working with translators, but the fact is, they get the thing into a book form, and they give the book in the language of the people to the people, and then they realize a terrible thing, that 70-90% to 90% of the people can't even read their own language, and so then they call your organization, and what do you do?
1: Well, you know, Wycliffe are, are our heroes, Bible Societies are our heroes. They go out and sometimes spend 50 years, 30 years. Fifty thirty years is not unusual. They give their whole life in order to translate Scripture for a people group. But we think they are miracle workers, meaning that while they are translating they are also having 200,000, 500,000 people become literate. Not possible. And the the language is different. And so when they distribute the Bible oftentimes only 20, 30, 40 people can read it. I've been into a country where I looked at a warehouse and I said, what is that? And they said, that's the Bible mortuary. When we translate a Bible we distribute the first hundred and the other 2,000 go there. That's where Bibles go to die. But once they've come and they've asked us and we have 52 national teams that go out and they'll be with the missionary up into the mountains, into a jungle, convert a mud hut into studio. They take 25 voices, if they're available, to create a drama recording with 180 voice parts. They spend three months, come back, we add music and effects. And then that's when this becomes the tool. This one young man I was telling you about that had a vision and for six years saw nothing, got one of these. Then, after getting one of these because of the match, he's now received 18. He says they have planted 18 churches in the last year and a half. He now has 700 people who have come to faith in Christ. And his testimony is, he said, it's changed the culture of these villages. So, what we talked about is the woman gets up, works, goes to the field, works all day, comes back, works, the man does nothing says, now when he comes into the community, Completely changed. both the husband and wife greet him, whereas before the woman always stayed in the back. When he sits down to have a meal, both the husband and the wife and the children all now eat together. The man is not eating separate, eating the best. When it's time to go to the field, the man goes with the woman and works, doesn't stay behind using drugs and alcohol. In the communities where there have been drug addicts, these drug addicts have then gone down to the Christian rehab centers. Even though this is, this is in a communist country, they've gone down, they've listened to the Word of God. In each one of the rehab centers, we have proclaimers. What are their first questions I ask them when they hear the Bible? Who is Jesus? We have never heard the name of Jesus. People talk about people rejecting Christ. In These countries they have been rejected, they have never heard about Jesus. What's the most important scripture? the story of the prodigal son. Because they say, we all were like this prodigal son. We had lost everything. In fact, many of them have lost their children because they've sold them. And so when they come to faith in Christ and the reality of their sin is there, and they, they come back to the Father, their expectation is that their nothing, will never be forgiven, never been received. And yet God opens His hands, opens His arms, and receives them. And these tribal people that come down are some of our greatest evangelists because they're getting proclaimers, our teams, and because of the funding of your donors, they're getting a proclaimer, which they're pleading for, going back up to the mountains, bringing the Word of God to their village, but then the borders are porous. And so they have this call from God. They get to Acts and they hear Paul being beaten. They hear him being stoned. And you know what they do? They raise their hand and say, send me. I'm illiterate, though. Give me one of these, please. And then they do one of the most powerful evangelist things that I have ever seen, and that is they bring the Word of God in a village, and just like the Samaritan woman, they just go to the village and say, Come and hear the man who has told me everything I ever did. These people have never heard about Jesus either. They sit and they listen in their own language for the first time, One of the guys went back to his community, only two villages. We didn't have the Word of God in his language. But because these two large villages are among all these other language groups, and they have to learn the other languages, Hmong was a language that they knew very well, almost like their mother tongue. So we were able to put it on this device with the other languages, and they were able to listen in a near language, because theirs has no Bible translation, nothing's been started. And those two villages have heard it's not complete yet, but the human trafficking has dropped dramatically. Because when people come to faith in Christ, they value their children. And every place I John, every man and woman I've talked to on the phone, this is the one comment they make every time. Before I came to Christ, I was in desperate want. I was alone. I was and now I have no want. And there Their statement is, from the time I came to Christ, I had no want. One of the scriptures they share is the story of where Jesus fed the 5,000. And I wonder why that was so important to them. And it was so important because they did not have enough. They had nothing. The people were hungry. And there was only five loaves and a few fish. And yet, when the boy offered what he had... God took it and multiplied it, and that's what they began to do. They began to trust Jesus and say, I don't have enough food. I don't have enough for my children. But they offer it to Jesus, and then they hear in John, ask me whatever you want, and I will give it to you in my name. And they ask, and they are receiving. And so they're being blessed by God at a place they don't, they are not in a place they don't have enough food. They have enough food and they have extra. And so they're not selling their children. Yeah. I want
0: to say to the people that as a result of their listening to what we've been talking about, you have given enough audio Bibles for 14,800,000 people to be in listening groups in over 45 different countries in over about 254 different languages. Now, Out of that group has already come close to 4 million people that have accepted Christ. And so we want to get this number up to 15 million and more. That's why we're doing these programs. We want people to understand God is doing something. But you've used the verse over and over again that I want to tell the people, why did Jesus say, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature? Go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And lo, I'm with you always, even to the ends of the earth. And I'm saying, we're going to the ends of the earth. And what I love about your ministry is this allows us to go into places where the gospel's never been preached, where there's over 4,000 languages that have never had a Bible in their language, and now we're putting Bibles into this language. And, you know, Paul said, how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And that little proclaimer is the preacher. And how shall they preach except they be sent? Somebody's got to send these proclaimers into these countries. Now, you're working with a million churches overseas that are all national churches, yep. and it's the nationals that are bringing it in. If we brought it in, we get killed. Some of them got killed. In fact, a lot of them have got killed. Some of the translating committees have gotten killed. And I'm just saying, this is a big, big project. Let's end this with the fact of the power of the Word of God coming out of that audio proclaimer in the actual
1: language of the people. we got time for just one more story here. Well, John. You know, I'm so thankful to to your donors and and if I could just say thank you to you. You know, when I look at Richard who died and eight years ago when he heard the message that you're hearing about the Word of God, he said that in his stomach the Holy Spirit leaped as John leaped Mm -hmm. in Elizabeth. And he said to himself, how can I, being a man, have the feeling of a baby leaping in my womb when I hear the idea of God's Word going in all these people. And he had been questioning, how do we reach all the languages and all the villages of Southeast Asia? And he had no answer. And when he saw the Proclaimer, and when he heard about the stories of people hearing the Word of God in their own language for the first time, people weeping and sobbing, people laughing for joy when they heard about Jesus for the first time, he made it his last and life's work to provide Scripture. Now, what's what's a blessing for me right now today is that if somebody gives a gift of five hundred dollars, they're going to sponsor one proclaimer. Now, on average, that's going to start four listening groups and about 100 people will hear the word of God. And so almost 100 people will come to faith in Jesus Christ. But we have an anonymous donor that just allows us to match proclaimer for proclaimer. So for every proclaimer, one of your donors gives, they'll match it. Well, I was staying with a friend over this weekend and he loves John Ankerberg and he loves the Word of God. And his statement, him and his wife said, we'll provide a third. So if somebody gives for one, we'll match proclaimer for proclaimer. So your gift of one, we'll, we'll provide three. National workers are willing to go. All they're asking for is the tool. And you have already provided 12000 for this coming year. If you could provide more. The villages are so many, the slums are so many. I just want to say thank you. Yep. Thank you.
0: And I want to say thank you as well.
1: Now we're taking you around the world
0: to the very countries that you've already given to and what God is doing in these countries, and we're going to show you what can happen when they hear the Word of God, and it's just amazing. So I hope that you'll join us, but stay tuned because I have a personal word for you in just a moment.
1: STAY TUNED. JOHN WILL BE RIGHT BACK.
0: THANKS FOR JOINING ME TODAY. WHY ARE THE 11 SOUTHEAST ASIAN COUNTRIES SO IMPORTANT TO JESUS? IT'S BECAUSE MANY OF THE 673 MILLION PEOPLE WHO LIVE IN THESE 11 COUNTRIES SPEAK 655 DIFFERENT LANGUAGES. FURTHER, MANY HAVE NO BIBLE IN THEIR LANGUAGE AND KNOW NOTHING ABOUT JESUS AT ALL. CHRISTIANS WHO LIVE THERE are requesting that we provide them with 30,000 more audio Bibles to help them reach their own people. And today we have two very generous donors who care so much about reaching the people in Southeast Asia that they have both promised to match every audio Bible that you give today. This is a special day. Now, here's how it will work. If you give a gift of $500 for one audio Proclaimer, A special donor will match your gift by adding one more audio proclaimer for a total of two audio proclaimers. Then another special donor will add one more audio Bible to your gift, making it a total of three audio proclaimers. So your gift of $500 for just one proclaimer matched by both donors will mean you'll actually be giving a total of three audio proclaimers to reach people in Southeast Asia. Now, if you give a gift of $1,000 for just two Audio Proclaimers, your gift will be matched by our two special donors, and you'll be giving six Audio Proclaimers. And if you give a gift of $2,000 for four Audio Proclaimers, listen to this, your gift will be matched by both donors, and you'll be giving 12 Audio Proclaimers. And then if you wish to give a larger number of Audio Bibles, LISTEN, FOLKS, WHATEVER SIZE GIFT YOU GIVE, TODAY'S SPECIAL, EACH PROCLAIMER YOU GIVE WILL ALSO BE MATCHED BY OUR TWO SPECIAL DONORS. YOU GIVE A LOT OF PROCLAIMERS THAT WAY. NOW, BECAUSE OF YOUR GIFTS, THERE ARE OVER 14 MILLION PEOPLE IN LISTENING GROUPS IN 46 DIFFERENT NATIONS LISTENING TO AUDIO BIBLES EACH WEEK IN 253 DIFFERENT LANGUAGES. And about five and a half million of these people have invited Jesus to come into their lives. That's because of your gifts. Maybe today you can give a gift of just $30 for one micro SD card. If so, your gift will be matched by both of our donors and you can provide three micro SD cards for people who can insert them into any cell phone, even if they are not connected to the internet. AND IT WILL IMMEDIATELY LET THEM HEAR THE WHOLE NEW TESTAMENT IN THEIR OWN LANGUAGE, AND THEY CAN ALSO WATCH THE JESUS FILM. IF YOU GIVE A GIFT OF JUST $60, YOUR GIFT WILL BE MATCHED BY BOTH DONORS, AND YOU CAN PROVIDE SIX MICRO-SD CARDS FOR THEIR CELL PHONES. THEN THIRD, IF YOU PROVIDE ONE MICRO-SD card AND ONE BIBLE STICK FOR A GIFT OF $100, YOUR GIFT IS IMPORTANT, IT WILL BE MATCHED BY BOTH DONORS AND YOU WILL PROVIDE THREE MICRO-SD CARDS AND THREE BIBLE STICKS. NOW, WHAT ARE BIBLE STICKS? THEY ARE PERSONAL, DIGITAL PLAYERS THAT ARE BATTERY-POWERED AND COME LOADED WITH AN AUDIO BIBLE AND EARPHONES SO THAT PEOPLE CAN LISTEN TO THE BIBLE PRIVATELY. BOTH THE MICRO-SD card AND THE BIBLE STICKS ARE VERY POPULAR IN SOUTHEAST ASIA. SO IF GOD LEADS YOU TO PROVIDE ONE, two, three, or four audio proclaimers to reach people who have never heard the Bible in their own language, or you wish to provide three Bible sticks and three micro SD cards for people to put in their phones to listen to the Bible privately, please call us right now at 1-800-805-3030. That's 1-800-805-3030. We also call that same number any day this week, 24 hours a day. Or you may give your gift at our website at jashow.org, where we have a secure place for you to give your gift. That's jashow.org. Then, if you live in Canada, would you please call us at 1-866-746-5803. That's one 866 Or you may give your gift at our Canadian website at jashow.ca. That's jashow.ca. And when we receive your gift, we will send you a receipt and a personal thank you. Then, folks, our outreach into other countries is growing so fast. As a 100% viewer-funded ministry, your non-restricted gift SUPPORTS THE PRODUCTION OF A NUMBER OF MINISTRY PROGRAMS AND PURPOSES, INCLUDING AMONG THEM, THE BROADCASTING AND EXPANSION OF THE AIRING AND PRODUCTION OF THE JOHN Ackerberg SHOW IN THE UNITED STATES AND INTERNATIONAL MARKETS. THE JOHN Ackerberg SHOW, THANKS TO YOU, NOW BROADCASTS TO POTENTIALLY 4.5 BILLION VIEWERS IN MORE THAN 200 COUNTRIES AND TERRITORIES. GOD IS OPENING DOORS AND GETTING HIS WORD OUT I believe the Lord will powerfully use your gifts to reach people with the gospel.